0: What up gang? Welcome back to episode 2 of the Juicy Podcast. I'm your host, Sinzir, and we ain't going to waste no time. We're going to jump right into this. Now, today is a sad day for hip hop as news broke today that Young Dolph was shot in his hometown, in his hood in Memphis coming out of a cookie shop. Um I'll be honest with you. I'm I'm fucking sick and tired of hearing of another rapper dying. Like, I always say this to people. How come in no other genre of music are people killing each other? You don't see someone running up on a country singer, you know what I mean, and murking them off. You don't see someone running up on an EDM DJ and murking them off, but there's this toxicity within our community That's just like, it's just, it's killing our, you know, it's killing the youth. It's killing our our fathers, our sons, our uncles. It's killing our moms, our aunties, our daughters. Like, we just losing. I feel like black people are always losing. Like, the self-hatred be so deep nowadays, (laughs) our oppressor literally has bamboozled us out of our own greatness. (laughs) You know what I mean? To the point where we literally look at each other like we enemies. And this is not just Memphis. This is a common theme in in black communities. And I don't understand why we can't see the plot against black life. Why us as a people can't see what it is that's being done to us. Like, I'm sending prayers and my condolences go out to young Dolph's kids. Because he was a father. You feel me? He was a father. So whoever killed that man, you took him from his children. That was somebody's son. That was somebody's son, fam. That was somebody's brother. Young Dolph he took care of a lot of people. So I just want to send my condolences out to Young Dolph's family, to his friends, to the people in the Memphis community. Um I I don't know what I don't know what bothers me more. The fact that people in his hood were so quick to pull out their cell phones to be like, yo, they got Young Dolph. They shot Young Dolph. They shot Young Dolph. I don't know what's worse. People just kind of filming the crime scene. We were normalizing our own being murdered and putting it in and filming that shit and putting it out into the world. Like, look at Nipsey Hussle killed in his own hood outside his own store. Like, I don't... And then you just have people filming. Now, I get the, the times that we're living in. I get it, right? But do we not have any decency for human life no more? Like, it's getting to the point where, or it's gotten to the point where it's like, if us as a people, black people, if we don't wake the fuck up, and like now, we're going to be extinct from the, the world, <laughs> like, they already watering down our race. You know what I mean? I just feel like how many of us have to die before we unify? How many, how many, how many of us have to become hashtags and the news for everybody to report before before we take a stance and say, nah, 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 nah. We ain't killing each other no more. To what do we have to gain by doing this? Like, I, uh, we are so bamboozled out of who we are, especially in rap, especially in hip-hop, because a lot of the younger generation, they don't even know why hip-hop was created. They have no idea. They don't even know the history of the of, of hip-hop. And this divide has been created by our oppressors and the jiggaboo-ass niggas who've been plotting against their own people. I mean, when hip-hop was birthed, it was a means to communicate to the world about the oppressive states black people were subject to impoverished communities in them ghettos around the world. It was the only way for black people in the hood to communicate to the world what racist police and what the racist justice system in America was doing to them. It was the only way to report the fact that there were no jobs in their communities. You know what I mean? That's what hip hop was created out of. When we talking about the legends, God MCs like KRS-One. We talking about people like Houdini. We talking about the forefathers of hip hop. They was creating hip-hop music to bring light to the darkness they were dwelling in. Like, do you understand that? And so there has been an, an agenda to only push gangsta rap out. Going into the 90s, coming out of the 80s, that golden age of hip-hop, the golden age is the 80s. So coming out of the golden age into the 90s, you notice that's when N.W.A. and certain artists started to pop up on the scene because they wanted, they wanted to push a certain narrative. Now, don't get me wrong. N.W.A. was only reporting what they were living through, right? They were only, they were a victim of circumstance. But the powers that be had an agenda throughout the 90s to only amplify voices who were destructive in their own communities. And why? Why? Because the youth are so easily influenced by rappers. These motherfuckers knew that. So they said, push out this toxic fucking style of rap, gangster rap. And don't get it twisted. Salute to everybody who ever did it. Like, salute Snoop. Salute Easy, Salute Ice Cube. Salute Dre. Salute to, you know, all the, all, the, all the dudes that contributed to hip-hop. You understand? I don't blame nobody who just try to make a way for their families and for themselves to escape the hell they was living in. But it's 2021. And we are the only people burying our artists and not from natural causes. We ain't getting old and we get shot dead young and by our own a lot of times. When do we address this? When do we say enough is enough? When do we stop claiming hoods and blocks that we don't own? When do we start changing the narrative for the younger generation coming up? I mean, when do we say it's not okay for us to kill each other? When do the leaders, the elder statesmen in hip-hop, who are the majority of, the, the majority of these niggas is capitalists, they've been so far removed from the hood and from the ghetto for so long and been rich for so long, these motherfuckers ain't, ain't looked back to to, to reach a hand out to lift one of their own up or to, to help to change this narrative most importantly. It ain't just taking a young nigga out the hood and giving him the opportunity to rap without planting new seeds within his mind and nurturing that mind for change so that he can go back to that same community you pulled him up out of and he could be better. He could be a leader. Not go back to his hood with foreign whips iced-out chains, iced-out grills, bulletproof cars, talking about none of these niggas can fuck with me. Like, how long How long do we perpetuate this cycle, man? We look ignorant as fuck out here. We're killing each other. We look ignorant as fuck out here. Remember, it was a nigga that killed Tupac. It was a black man that killed Tupac. When, when do we say enough is enough? It was a black man that killed Biggie. The Pimp C debacle, we can get into that. R. P. Pimp C, Like we can get into that. We know Pimp C was murdered. Who knows the truth knows the truth. There's this plot against our people. And it, it, and it extends far past rap. That's this is just one means for the oppressor to oppress us. But we sleeping, y'all. We sleeping. Like fuck is we doing? How many young rappers have to die before we wake up and say we are not standing for this? Something's got to give. King Von Mo3 The list goes on and on and on. How many fucking of us have to die before we as a people, black people, wake the fuck up and say enough is enough? When do we start changing the narrative? When do we start leading in our communities in the right direction? Man, it's tragic. It's so tragic that this young man was taken away in the fashion that he was taken away. It's the psychological damage of black people in America is it's scary at this point. It's scary to know another nigga from the same place ran up on him and had so much hatred in his heart that he killed him. And it's probably somewhere celebrating the fact that he killed a nigga that looked like him. Oh, we bamboozled out this motherfucker, let me tell you. In what other fucking in what other culture is it okay to kill each other and celebrate that shit? I'll wait. We are we we look fucking ridiculous out here as a people. It's so bad. Like, even me as a black artist where I'm from in Canada. The pushback and the fight that I have to deal with from my own people is crazy. My own people be working harder against me than uh, anybody else. It's too many times I see niggas' heads get blown off. You understand? And I've been on both sides of the fence. I've been on the violent side. And then they sweet. And that's why I've made a decision. Do you understand? To become a leader, to become a voice of reason for my community because we dying out here, black people. We fucking dying, bro. We let everybody into hip hop. You can come, you can come, you can come and capitalize off of what the fuck we built, but we the only ones dying. How the fuck is that fair? How do we accept that? How do we accept the fact that we are the only ones dying? We let everybody else capitalize off the shit we build. And then make us seem like a stranger in hip hop. Make us seem like we're a foreigner in rap. We let every other fucking person, every other nationality, we let them come in and rap. That little white boy can rap. That little Asian boy can rap. That little East Indian boy can rap. That native dude can rap. And everybody can capitalize off of what the fuck we built, black people. And we always get the shortest end of the stick. We bamboozled. We are the creators of all things. And own nothing. We in hoods, we, we, we in hoods fighting for territory that don't even fucking belong to us. We killing our brothers and sisters. We taking fathers away from their families, mothers away from their families, sons away from their parents. We taking parents away from their children and perpetuating this motherfucking cycle of what? Death and destruction. We don't amplify the voices of our leaders like KRS-One who, really who are really trying to wake up this younger generation and let you know that there is a plot against your motherfucking life. Wake the fuck up. We really, honestly, as a, as a people, black people, we be attention whores. We be so focused on Having the most money, having the newest car, having the most likes, everybody being on our dick, having all the bitches, <laughs> we, we, be, we, we be wanting, we be chasing the motherfucking limelight. The limelight blinding us, do you feel me? The limelight is blinding us and we losing We think we winning. We ain't fucking winning. We hate ourselves so much and we are so disconnected from the root of who we are, Africa. We are so disconnected from our spirituality that we literally see each other as enemies. Man, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking, but I made a decision to change the narrative through my music. I made a decision to change the narrative through conversation when I talk to young brothers and sisters out here in the street. I, I live this shit. This shit's so real to me because I, I live this shit because I'm black. This shit, so, it hits so hard for me. You, if you ain't black, you can't relate. And if you black and you sleep, you still can't relate because you sleep. I tell you something, I went shot some visuals in the mountains. This place called Bankhead where I live. And it was beautiful to see sisters come together to unify and lift each other up as the goddesses we are. It was the most beautiful thing to share space, to not be worried about if you're jealous of me or if you want this from me and this, that, and the third. Just to exist together, to be present, To lift each other up. It was the most beautiful moment that I've had recently. You feel me? Fast forward for me shooting for my music video for Shake the Building. I had a show that same night. So I go out to my show. Show's lit, whatever. And then someone invites me to a strip club called Blondies in my city. I ain't never been there before. So I pull up with my girl. We go in there, predominantly white people. Obviously, I mean they had Caucasian women stripping to rock and roll music. Definitely not my. I already don't like strip clubs because I feel like it's mad demeaning. I ain't judging no woman who do what she gotta do. I just me personally, I don't enjoy st- strip clubs at all. They, they make me feel dirty. Nonetheless, I'm here with a you know a, a dope group of people and we chilling, sharing space, kicking it, whatever, having drinks, chilling. And the gang suppression unit comes in. <laughs> the gang suppression unit comes in and they walk direct. I mean, from, they come from one side and the other side of the club and they walk straight to me. Now I won't lie to you. I have my, red, my blood red top, uh, top hat on. I have my, you know, my Pippin jersey on. Shout out to Scotty. You feel me? A nigga was dripped up. I won't lie. I had, my, I had my big gold Gucci link chain on. But that's how we do as black people. That's, that's our heritage. That's in our blood. That's how we are. Look in ancient times and look at the Africans. They was dripped up in gold, head to toe. It ain't nothing new. This is what we've been on. This is who we are. It's embedded in our DNA. But these racist motherfucking cops and whoever called them, profiled me, tried to intimidate me. I ain't even in no motherfucking gang. You understand? I'm someone who does so much in the community, but these motherfuckers looked at me and profiled me and tried to intimidate me. I'll say shout out Taylor and shout out Mama because they wasn't having it. They wasn't having it at all. But there's this, there's this they, they, they want to entrap us. Do you want to take our blackness and who we are and entrap us in it, and make us seem like there's something wrong with who we are? You have to understand, like motherfuckers like Willie Lynch, they wrote certain doctrines to make you hate yourself, black people. And I encourage all my black folk out here who listen to this podcast to go read. Willie Lynch's letter, How to Train Your Slave, or How to Make Your Slave. This shit is fucking crazy. If you, know, if you knew how hard white supremacists were working to make you stay asleep, to make you hate your blackness, your black fucking skin, your beautiful, nappy, curly, black hair, if you knew how hard these motherfuckers were working t- to turn you into demons, To make you forget who you are. It would change the way you look at yourself. It would change the way you look at your brother and sister. This shit crazy. This shit crazy, man. I don't know how much, I don't know how many more rappers had to die before the elder statesmen say, nah, enough is enough. Before we come together and say, nah, fuck that. It's us versus them. Because that's the point we're living at now. It's us first fucking them. We let everybody come into hip hop and anybody can rap who ain't black. Everybody's welcome, but we the only ones dying. Fuck is we doing? We let everybody come in and capitalize off the shit we built, but we the only ones fucking dying. I'm not with it. We built this shit here. We're the originators of this shit here. Ain't nobody going to represent hip-hop like we represent hip-hop because we know where it came from. And to the younger generation, you better ask some motherfucking body. You better go back and learn about where hip-hop came from, why it was created. Because the divide between generations in this shit it's, that's the reason why the f- white supremacists could sneak in here and control this shit. It's the reason why they dictate to this very day who owns what in hip-hop. Most of you niggas don't even own your masters. Fuck we talking about. You want to walk around and act like you somebody. You want to walk around and act like you that nigga and don't even own your own masters. <laughs> we slaves, fam. We slaves to the to, to the shit we built. And it's crazy. It's crazy. We gotta change the narrative. We got to change the narrative. And to our allies out here, you need to amplify your voice. Educate yourself more. Learn more. Speak up more. Otherwise, you're an accomplice to the shit. We gotta do better, yo. Like. Our kids, man, our kids are coming up in this shit, bro. We just selling each other out like it's nothing, bro. For what? For what? These motherfuckers about to tell you the current currency that you using to buy all this shit that don't matter, they going to tell you money don't, even, it, it don't exist no more. It don't matter. They going to give you one world currency. This is all a joke. It's all a game, yo. It's all a game. The part that isn't a game is us dying, bro. That shit ain't cool, fam. I think about what, what shit has been like for me dealing with my people and dealing with the hatred for my people. And let me tell you, fam, some of the worst shit I've been through was as a result of my own fucking people. And a lot of my people can attest to this, though they may not say it. A lot of black people can attest to this, having to fight against their own people while everybody else swoons into the shit we build and bleeds it dry. So I challenge our leaders out there in the community. I challenge all my fucking people around the world, all my black people around the world. I challenge you to look within. And don't just report on young Dolph dying as another story to get your fucking views up. What are you going to do to help change this narrative within our people? Because we, we dying out here. We about to be extinct. No offense. But when we were enslaved, when, they started, when slavery started, black people didn't mix with white blood. We didn't mix with Spanish blood. We wasn't on that. Mixed race is a byproduct of rape. That's how that started. And it's because they knew within our DNA, they knew how strong Africans were. That's why they mixed the blood. Europeans, white Europeans were a sickly fucking nation. You can go research all this shit. This ain't even no hate shit. The plot against black life, it goes so far back. And it is so deep and it's so traumatic that we got to wake the fuck up and look at what's going on here. They started mixing our blood with their blood because they knew we were fucking superheroes. Come on. A black woman is the only woman that holds the DNA of every race. You think that's an accident, fam? You think them coming and enslaving us and working so hard to oppress black people. You think that they're doing all of this, manipulating what hip-hop was and what it meant for us and only pushing out gangster rap. Because they knew how influential rappers were to the young kids coming up. And it would make the young kids want to go gangbang just like the rappers even though most of them niggas wasn't even really gangbanging. They knew that because they wanted to fill them prisons up. This is real shit. We got to wake the fuck up, man. We losing out here. We losing out here, and we coming into some serious times where black people, you going to realize, man, these white motherfuckers don't give a fuck about you. They don't care. (laughs) They don't care, bro. You know what I mean? They wouldn't, think, they wouldn't think twice to turn on you. Right? We the ones moving the needle on the culture. Not these motherfuckers. We are the ones that set the trends. But we the only ones losing. We the ones filling up them fucking prisons. We the ones killing each other in the streets to gain what? To gain what? And this shit has traveled from America to Canada to everywhere else in the world. I see motherfuckers trying to live that gang-banging life like they really from that life. Little niggas in the city I live in running around like they really from that fucking life. When they grew up with both they fucking parents in nice little suburbia neighborhoods. But because we've made... Rap inclusive. All these little fucking suburban kids getting on records, talking about they banging, talking about they belt that life. You ain't belt that fucking life. You ain't never lived that life. Ever. This shit here ours. And until we take a stand and take this shit back, we gonna continue to lose. I ain't standing for that shit. I will not stand for that shit and we ain't tolerating that shit. R.I.P. to Young Dolph. This is a fucking tragedy. Another loss to hip-hop. I don't know how many more of us have to die before we wake the fuck up and realize, man, what the fuck is going on. And I don't want to hear no. I'm sick of hearing, oh, this nigga was raised in the hood and he don't. How many generations is it going to take before you niggas in America wake the fuck up and stop acting like ignorant fucks? How many generations is it going to take before you, you motherfuckers get it? That us killing each other don't do nothing for us. It don't advance us in no way. You done played into the oppressor's hand. You doing the oppressor's bidding. That's all you doing. These white supremacists, you just doing their fucking job. Killing your own. While they sit back and collect the checks off these bodies. These these white label execs who own these these labels that these niggas are signed to. Once they're dead, what happens? What happens to all their all their money? Oh, here's a little bit for his mom and his kids. But no, they snatching your royalties. They snatching up your, all your shit. Oh, another nigga dead. You worth more dead than you are alive to these motherfuckers. But we killing each other over blocks we don't own. We fighting each other. Sisters fighting each other over whose weaves longer. Fuck is we doing, man? We bamboozled out this bitch. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake the fuck up, man. I don't know what we doing out here. It's sad, bro. It's sad, bro. The world's in rough shape, bro. The world's in rough shape, bro. I think about Trayvon Martin just going to the store to buy Skittles. But because of the environment he lived in, He was racially profiled and shot dead. He was a teenage boy. What the fuck we doing? We sleeping. And then I think about Nicholas Cruz. (laughs) Who did the mass shooting in Parkdale in Florida. He killed 17 people and caught another attempted murder on another 17, another 17 people. And they had that motherfucker in the interrogation room. This little white boy talking about, you want some water? Can I get you something to eat, Nicholas? We gunned down like fucking animals. Black people, we got to wake the fuck up, man. It's just sad. I thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Juicy Podcast. I'm your host, Sinzir. Y'all stay safe, stay blessed, and stay out the motherfucking way.